This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Uh, Bryony May, good morning and welcome to breakfast. Good morning. Yes, I hope you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. What a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no, it's my, it's absolutely my pleasure. And what a beautiful, what a beautiful song. It was just so lovely to come on and, and just hear a lovely song. What a great, what a great start to the morning. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, what a pleasure. It kind of makes one feel quite peaceful. I suppose we ought to be calling you Dr. Bryony, right? Well, you no, I even no, no. Sometimes people, but I'm really happy to just be briny. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, and I think that actually says a lot about you and the work that you're doing at Out of the Box. Uh, less about you and, and more about the massive need that exists out there uh, across the Western Cape. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just talking to you, you know, representing a team. Um, so we're, you know, we're actually all very proud to have been welcomed on your show. Thank you. We we are we're very much a team. Um, and our ethos is actually all about joining hands and collaboration. That is actually what we do. And, and I think um, at the core of it is, is just that belief that we all have, you know, we all have strengths. And if we can combine them, you know, it's just a very powerful thing to, to, you know, to, to do that and come together. You might not know this, Bryony. You might not have been listening to our program from the start and, and mean obviously not knowing what you were about to say, but we've been talking about partnership from early this morning. We just had a professor oh. of theology from uh, Amsterdam talking to us uh, about 10 minutes before we connected with you, and we were talking about partnerships and how we, are, we can be so much more successful together than we could ever be apart. And, and I think this remains the key to what you're doing at Out of the Box, am I right? Is saying, there's only, we've only got these skills. This is what I can do, and this is what she can do, and what the lady next to her can do. What can you bring to the party for us to work together? Yeah, and I think also just seeing each other, just valuing each other for who we are as individuals and our individual strengths. I think we live in a society of sometimes too much competition and too much rushing and, and not enough just pausing and just seeing each other and just appreciating each other for the individual human beings that we are. And I think that's a very important thing that we, that we need to do more. So you're talking now about partnerships even within your own team. What is it that you hope to achieve? What work are you focusing on out there in the communities? Well, I think it actually starts from, from when it actually, you know, originated. And, and it, was, um, it was actually back in COVID. And, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners all sort of know that, you know, the this expression we have in South Africa that we all live in bubbles. Mm. And, um, and I woke up, um, I'm, I'm sure it's a moment none of us want to remember, but I woke up that day that Cyril closed all the, closed, closed all the schools. And I, um, I woke up at three in the morning, which is not a usual thing for me. Um, and I had this, I actually can't explain it uh, clearly enough, but but it was this real sense of something flowing through me, and I had to get up, hmm. and it was like this. I just had to do something, and it was very very clear. I had tremendous clarity about what it was, um, and it was it was actually to make sure that these bubbles that exist that they didn't build thicker walls in COVID. So it was really just bursting the bubbles and coming together as as diverse communities that we are in the country and the world. Um, to to cope through that COVID period. That was how it started, and it's just grown from there because we've seen that just by actually reaching out and, and coming together as diverse communities, not just diverse individuals, mm. the, there is, that is the strength of our country. Um, it, and it's actually, I feel the future of us progressing in our country is, is joining hands across through these bubbles, bursting these bubbles, and, and actually sort of just seeing each other as global citizens and as, South Africans all together, all struggling, all in our different ways. Mm. 
So that's what we do. So we actually, we collaborate with very diverse communities in every project that we do. We have at least three or four very varied communities that come together. And the power of that and the impact that we're making is very exciting. Hmm. Do you want to share some stories with us? I had the privilege of, of getting a photograph from you yesterday of, of a young man just sitting down learning to read. And, and reading is something incredibly close to my heart, literacy and, and, and what that means for people just to, to, to have that gift that we take so for granted. Uh, I mean, having the privilege of being able to do that is massive. Uh, is that one of the projects that you work on? Yes, so we, we have a, a very big project in a region called Makassar. And when we went in there in COVID and I asked them, how can I help you? Never knowing what we would, what the answer would from that would be, you know, from every every community was different. This one, and this is a community that is really um, very very difficult community with a lot of violence and gangsterism. They they the gangster leaders said to me, "Give our children a better future, please." Hmm. And we took that to heart, and we've actually started a school. We have a street school for 160 plus children there from the age of two years upwards. And part of that project is a literacy project. And, and, and absolutely, I'm with you there. Um, you know, it's very passionate for me. I, I think that you don't, you have no potential if you can't read and write. How can you even, you can't, you can't do anything, um, you know, really productive. You, you can't advance in life. You can't even go and fill in forms for yourself. So what we do is we've taken these mostly young boys that are just hanging around on the street. Therefore, they're highly vulnerable to be, you know, becoming part of gangsterism. And we're teaching them to read and write. And it is, it, you get goosebumps. It's mm. actually incredibly exciting seeing their face, the joy, and their hunger to learn. Um, so, you know, they're between 12 to 20 years old. We started with two. We've got 11 now. And we see them on the street corner looking at us and asking to join. So last week <laughs> we had about five or more wanting to join. Um, and we've got a, a, a retired Afrikaans teacher called Elise, who um, is just amazing. And she... Um, I approached her and she's come on board and she's our teacher. And then, you know, we have some volunteers. And, yeah, last year, one of the boys, he's actually gone on to get a job now. So it's a very special thing. And, and there's, unfortunately, there's a huge need. I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. There's, unfortunately, a massive need for this in, in our country. So, we're, yeah, we're just incredibly excited. And we're all volunteers. So it's it's just a very special thing to do. So we, we just love anybody who wants to come and volunteer and be a part of it. It's, um, yeah, it's a lovely thing to be a part of. Yeah, I did myself the favor and had a look at uh, many of those that are working with you, Brian, at Out the Box. I couldn't help but notice that they not only are this diverse collection of individuals, but they're, they're all women. Is that intentional? Is it just how it's uh, rolled out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're kind of a bit of a sisterhood. Um, <laughs> no, we, do, we have some guys on the, on the fringe. We've got a gentleman who helps us. He's making our, made our website for, for, for us. Um, and then, you know, we do hikes. We take people um, hiking on the mountain. We get quite a lot of, of, of guys who join us for that. But, yeah, I think, you know, I think, I think it's that whole adage, it takes a village to bring up a child. And I think it's, it generally is the, the mother inside most women. You know, we, we actually can, we can love all children. And I think that's probably mainly why the heart of the project is women. Um, Brian, I, I know this is that you're very much part of a team, but, but you're also sort of the, the visionary behind it. Uh, you started, as you said, around COVID time. Um, how has this changed you? How are you different from b- before Out the Box? <laughs> um, I can honestly say it just flows through me. I don't think it's me. I think I've just I opened myself to something 
bigger than me. Um, and yeah, I think I've, I've refound a purpose that I lost. I think as a mom, I've been a single mom for a long time. I mm. parked my career for a bit and I've just, yeah, reopened the side of me that's always been there. I've just always wanted to help people. And I'm very passionate about empowering people through education. So even as a doctor, I was always, it was very important for me to, to share knowledge with people, to empower them to take care of their health, um, you know, with full knowledge and information. So I just feel like I've really sort of tapped back into that. Um, yeah, and, and I, yeah, I just feel incredibly proud of, of what we achieve. And, and it's, it, it, it's much bigger than me. If I walk away, it's, it's, it carries on. It's, it's a beautiful thing that's just growing and growing, and it's, it's a lovely thing to see. Yeah. Do you have to have a certain level of resilience that maybe people don't even really know about for you and your team? I mean, stepping out into a space, you're just uh, one part of Cape Town and you're part of, of, of hundreds and hundreds of NPOs that are just trying to you know, get their reach so far out that my shoulder touches your shoulder, touches their shoulder, so we can just cover the needs here. But uh, you know, the, 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 the change that you're making and the, the difference that you're making, um, it's obviously massive. Um, do you, do you feel like you're making a difference? I mean, do you feel like it's, you're getting somewhere? I do actually, because, because I think we're, we're doing something that other people don't do. We collaborate hugely. So we support mm. other nonprofits. So if people donate something to us, so it, it's a, we have a two pronged approach. The one is we'll see a need and identify a need and we innovate around how we can manage that. And we run on passion and fresh air pretty much, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the other side, people will phone me and say, you know, I've got a, I've got a, a whole warehouse of broken wooden pallets. And then I will think, okay, what can we do with that? Who needs that? And we've actually, we actually sort of support a lot of nonprofits do that. So, so I think that's what we do differently. I never wanted to start a nonprofit because there are so many nonprofits. But I think what we do differently is we actually empower other nonprofits around us. And I think that's, that's something that's a little bit different. Um, and the other main thing that I wanted to do from COVID was inspire positivity and hope because that just builds and broadens relationships and builds people, mm. builds resilience. Um, and I think, you know, it's so easy to tap into negativity. It's, a, it's around us. It's in all the media. So if we can carry on what we're doing, we are just actually growing and growing that positivity. And, and we see that. Everyone who interacts with us, they come away going, this is amazing. This is inspiring. I love this. I feel so great. And I think that's what we do really well. We spread very, very impactful, sustainable stories of hope and positivity to inspire people to just stand up and just look around and just smile and be more positive and just realize that this country, this world, it has huge potential. We just need to step more into that positive light. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel that that's, that's something that we do very well. Uh, where about are you based? We're in Somerset West in the Helderberg area. So if someone's listening now and uh, people are saying, you know, I, I've got time, I've got skill, I've got opportunity, I, I, have, I have a heart to serve, and sometimes I'm just never quite sure where to plug in. If there's anyone listening right now, Brownie, that, uh, and I know you probably take as much help as you can get, um, and I'm sure you're also very selective, but how can people get in touch with you? I would be so excited. Please, please contact me. Absolutely. Um, yesterday at our literacy morning, we had a lady who Facebook. We didn't know her. She arrived. She got hugs, and she left, going, "Oh my word, I'm I'm never leaving." <laughs> um, and that's the story of everyone who's joined us. But you know, there's a place for everyone. I think that's what is important. So people contact me and say they want to do something, and I like, "Who are you? What do you want to do? How does it How does it going to fit into your life?" And I can then direct you. You know, there might be somewhere else that I know of where you can you can apply that. And and and, and I think that's what's important. It's got to fulfill you. 
um, that's what makes it. That's what makes it sustainable. So it's got to work for you. And there is, you know, I think I think what we do is we we create opportunities for people to do what they always wanted to do. They just didn't know how. Um, and you know, the little, the smallest gesture makes the makes the most difference. I think people think we have to donate lots of money or we have to do something huge. You really don't. You really just have to do the smallest little thing that you can do, and that will that will change your life and others. Um, so yeah, it's not about making a massive effort. It's just making the effort that, that's true to your heart and, and it will make a difference. How can people get in touch with you? So they can WhatsApp me. That's my preferred medium. I'm not, a, I'm not big on email. And um, so that, they can just give me, send me a WhatsApp or contact us through Facebook. Um, our website is outthebox.in and it's all about are you in? Are you in? <laughs> are you going to join us? Are you, are you in with, the, with this positive vision for the future? Um, and, and wherever you are, I mean, if you're not in Cape Town and you're listening to this, Please look around you. Find something that you can get involved in. Find a nonprofit that that just sort of speaks to your heart, and approach them and say, "This is who I am. This is what I can do. How can I join in?" Don't be shy to do that. Or start your own thing. You know, we we've had lovely um lovely stories of of people phoning me from places all around the world actually and asking what can they do and little things like you know just I had one old lady. She phoned me and she's like, she can't leave her house and she wants to do something. She knits. Mm. And, and she knits and she's loving it. And then she gives it to her local hospice. And she didn't even think of doing that. So, you know, there's something you can do. Just, just look around you and, and find somewhere you can connect. Um, and you're welcome to reach out to me at any time. So my number is 071-293-8964. Um, yeah, just please um, we, we feel free. What a pleasure chatting to you, Bryony May. And I'll give you that number again, 071-293-8964. Or uh, you can visit their website, uh, outthebox.in. <laughs> You've got to get in to be able to get out the box. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.